The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those who can never know enough about history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about a historic moment in space exploration, the day when two longtime competitors finally join forces, both symbolically and literally. The day was June 29th. 1995. The American space shuttle Atlantis docked in orbit with the Russian space station Mir. The two spacecraft remained connected for the next five days. During that time, the complex they formed was the largest man-made object ever in orbit, weighing in at about 225 tons. That record would eventually be broken by Mir's successor, the International Space Station, or ISS. Records aside, though, the Atlantis-Mir docking was a promising display of cooperation between two former Cold War rivals and their competing space programs. NASA Chief Daniel Golden referred to it as the dawn of, quote, a new era of friendship and cooperation between the two nations. The Shuttle Mir program was one of several collaborative projects the two countries worked on together. The goal of the 11-mission program was largely to pave the way for the planned International Space Station. The Shuttle Mir missions were meant to provide U.S. crew members with long-duration flight experience, as well as the chance to conduct scientific research on the do's and don'ts of life in microgravity. 
It would also give the two countries a taste of the cooperation and coordination that it would take to construct something as huge and complicated as the ISS. Space shuttles were scheduled to rendezvous with Mir 11 times over the course of the four-year program, with Atlantis being the first American shuttle to dock with the Russian station. Atlantis and its seven-person crew blasted off from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida on June 27, 1995. Two days later, at a little after 6 a.m., the space shuttle approached Mir in orbit, roughly 250 miles above Central Asia. When the three cosmonauts on the station caught sight of the American shuttle, they started broadcasting Russian folk songs as a way to greet their visitors. The welcome was a little premature, though, as it would still take nearly two hours for the shuttle's commander, Robert Hoot Gibson, to actually dock the 100-ton shuttle. That may sound like a long time to park a shuttle, but every second was absolutely crucial to the task. That's because, in order to safely dock with the space station, Gibson had to steer the shuttle within three inches of Mir's exterior. Moving too fast might cause Atlantis to overshoot Mir, while moving too slowly might lead to a collision. To get the timing just right, Gibson positioned the space shuttle directly beneath Mir. That way, the Earth's gravity would help slow its approach to the station. Shuttle pilot Charles Precourt later likened the experience to something out of Star Wars, saying that it reminded him of the part when, quote, Luke Skywalker is flying in on his ship and lands on the big station, because that's really what you're seeing, this outpost against black space and this huge planet's horizon in the background. Thankfully for diplomacy, Precourt kept the Death Star comparisons to himself during his visit to Mir. Commander Gibson completed his expert docking procedure at 8 a.m., having used 200 pounds less fuel than expected. Once the hatch was opened, Gibson and his crew were welcomed aboard Mir by its commander, Vladimir Dezhirov. Next, the two crews exchanged gifts with one another. The Americans gave flowers, fruit, and chocolate, while the Russians offered the traditional welcoming gifts of their country, bread and salt. With the fun stuff out of the way, the astronauts and cosmonauts got down to business. Over the next five days, they collaborated on nearly 100 hours worth of scientific research, with the main focus being biomedical studies. Some of the time was also spent replenishing the Mir crew's critical supply of fresh water, oxygen, and nitrogen. Once their bonding time was over, the Atlantis crew prepared to detach from the station and head back to Earth. The return crew wouldn't be exactly the same, though. Atlantis had brought two fresh cosmonauts to stay behind on Mir. In their place, three veteran members of the station crew, two Russians and one visiting American, would be relieved and brought home aboard the shuttle. It was one of the first times that a space shuttle returned to Earth with more human passengers than it had left with. Atlantis would link up with Mir six more times before the end of the shuttle Mir program. The lessons learned during those missions were critical for the planning and construction of the ISS, which went into operation in the fall of 1998. As for Mir, it gradually fell into disrepair, especially once its replacement was up and running. Finally, in March of 2001, after a decade and a half in orbit, the Mir space station returned to Earth for good. When all was said and done, 
Mir had circled the Earth about 88,000 times, traveling approximately 2.2 billion miles in the process. Its retirement was very well earned. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.